Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about why there could be planets even more habitable than Earth, an online class that boosted grades by changing students' beliefs, and why optimism may lead to better sleep. Let's satisfy some curiosity. When it comes to looking up at the stars, scientists love looking for planets that are habitable. It's also one of Ashley's favorite words to say on this podcast. Habitable. Habitable. Usually, we look for planets that are like Earth because, well, we know that Earth is... Habitable. But what if we're not using the right measuring stick? As in, there could be planets even more habitable than Earth. As reported by Universe Today, this was the subject of a recent lecture at the Goldschmidt Geochemistry Congress in Barcelona. A team of NASA researchers explained what defines a habitable zone in the first place, and that some exoplanets may have better conditions to thrive than Earth itself does. Habitable zones usually refer to the range of distances from a host star where liquid water could exist on the surface of a planet. But that doesn't take into account atmospheric dynamics that you need to ensure climate stability. That includes things like a carbonate silicate feedback to keep surface temperatures within a certain range. And right now, astronomers have to rely on sophisticated models for planetary climate and evolution, since we don't have the technology yet to directly measure that kind of thing from so far away. So during the keynote lecture, Dr. Stephanie Olson of the University of Chicago got into some details of how researchers are doing this. Olson and her colleagues modeled what conditions would likely be like on various kinds of exoplanets by looking at upwelling. Upwelling is basically the upward flow that returns nutrients from the darkest depths of the ocean to the sunlit parts of the ocean where photosynthetic life lives. More upwelling means more nutrient resupply, which means more biological activity. The researchers used an ocean circulation model to figure out which exoplanets would have the most efficient upwelling. And they found that there were higher upwelling rates on planets with higher atmospheric density, slower rotation rates, and the presence of continents. Put simply, Earth might not be optimally habitable because we rotate too fast. This is sort of a good news, bad news situation. On one hand, it does kind of shatter the illusion that Earth is the standard we should be using to find habitable exoplanets. On the other hand, it suggests there may be more life in our universe than previous conservative estimates would indicate. The study is also significant because it'll encourage astronomers to direct their efforts towards the subset of exoplanets that'll most likely favor large, globally active biospheres where life will be easiest to detect. I feel like one of the major mistakes we always make in science is that our experience is the best one and should be the standard by which everything is measured. The thing that I think about the most from this study is, like, if it's optimal to rotate slower, then the days would be longer and the nights would be longer if the planet was the same size as Earth, of course. And that means that our circadian rhythms might have to adapt and evolve. Like, humans could end up having totally different sleep cycles, you know. Well, our circadian rhythms aren't even exactly tuned to our current rotation. They're slightly offset, yeah. which is so weird. Evolution's so weird. An online class boosted the grades of students by changing their beliefs about learning. And maybe you can do better if you change your beliefs, too. As reported by Futurity, the course in question helps cultivate a growth mindset. That's the belief that intellectual abilities are not fixed but can be developed. 
And according to research by Stanford University psychologists Carol Dweck and Greg Walton, this is exactly what happened to the high school students who took this course. The study was called the National Study of Learning Mindsets, and it looked at a nationally representative sample of 12,000 ninth graders in the United States. Students from 76 public high schools in the U.S. were randomly assigned to either take the 50-minute online growth mindset program or to do an unrelated course of the same length. During the growth mindset program, students learned that their intellectual abilities are not fixed and they reflected on ways to strengthen their brains by persisting on challenges. The researchers found that both lower and higher achieving students benefited academically from the online course. In fact, the high achieving students who took the course were more likely to take harder math classes the following year. Lower achieving students saw an even greater improvement in grades after taking the course. On average, the GPAs of the high achieving students went up about a tenth of a grade point. And the number of students who were used to seeing a D or an F average decreased by more than 5%. So one out of every 20 students or so was able to climb out of the D or F grade range. What's great about these results is that they're pretty favorable when you compare them to other school reforms for teenagers, many of which are more expensive or time-consuming. With such amazing results, it's not surprising that this marks the beginning of a new phase of mindset research. According to Dweck, this could be a new way to help more students succeed. New research suggests optimism may lead to better sleep. If you've been trying to get better rest lately, but you don't usually have time to, oh, I don't know, take a warm bath within a couple hours of going to bed, then this might be the trick you're looking for. We talk all the time on this podcast about the importance of getting a good night's sleep. But did you know scientists have found that having an optimistic outlook also carries major health benefits? Those benefits include protection from cardiovascular disease and better recovery rates after surgeries like gastric bypass. Studies have also found that optimists are more likely to follow doctors' orders and make lifestyle changes to reduce future risks. But researchers hadn't really studied whether optimism played a role in improving sleep until now. For a study published in July 2019 in the Journal of Behavioral Medicine, researchers analyzed data from the CARDIA study. That stands for Coronary Artery Risk Development in Young Adults. It's a project that's been looking at the heart health of young Americans for more than 30 years. For this study, the researchers zoomed in on data from 3,500 participants aged 32 to 51 that was collected during a follow-up visit between 2000 and 2001, and again five years later. During those visits, participants completed a survey designed to measure their level of optimism. They also reported on the quality and duration of their sleep, and a smaller group of participants also wore activity monitors for two three-day periods spaced a year apart to collect data on how long they slept, how much of their time they spent asleep, and any signs of restlessness while sleeping. And it turned out that optimism and sleep were intimately linked. For each increase in standard deviation on the optimism survey, researchers found that people were 78% more likely to have had high-quality sleep. These people were also more likely to have gotten enough sleep, that is, from six to nine hours per night. Now, correlation does not mean causation, and the study's authors admit that people who are more optimistic may report better sleep inherently because they're, well, optimistic. But if you find yourself seeing the glass half empty, you might want to revisit your outlook on life. Seeking out the silver-lined clouds may lead you to sweeter dreams. And now let's recap what we learned today. Today, we learned that there could be planets even more habitable than Earth, partly because we just rotate too darn fast. 
and that if you have a growth mindset and believe intellectual abilities are not fixed but can be developed, then you might be able to achieve more. And that you may sleep better if you're optimistic. And if you don't think that'll really work, well, then maybe you should try being more optimistic. The human brain is wired for optimism. We have an article on that on Curiosity.com. Even yours. There's always ways to work on it. That's coming from two admitted optimists, so take it with a grain of salt. (laughs) Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. Stay curious.